In the spring of 2021, Mickey Weems was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer and was given 6 to 12 months to live. This episode was recorded in May of 2022. My name is Donna Blanchard. While we recognize that Mickey is dying, we'd like to welcome you to another day of his life. Hello, Mickey. Aloha. I, I enjoy our conversation so much. Me too. You know, it's not just, I, I enjoyed you before the cancer, PC, BC, <laughs> but um, yep. uh, I, I can't tell you how life-affirming it is to have these conversations with you. And I got to tell you, brother, I was a little afraid. (laughs) So thank you for being so forthcoming and so willing. And so um, you're just a breath of fresh air. I appreciate you. Thank you. I've been pushing the envelope on Facebook playing with the idea of my death. And I've been waiting for somebody to say, okay, Weems, you've gone too damn far. And so far, nobody has said it. And the, the last thing I was talking about, I don't know if I mentioned this last time to you, about the fundraiser. Uh, did we talk about the, we did talk about a fundraiser. Did we? Okay. One should go, one should. Well, recap. actually, no, then, because the last time we had a podcast recording was when? Monday. I, this Monday. Yeah. Maybe we okay. talked about it separate. Right. So the whole thing about how I wanted to call it Burning Man. Um, and <sighs> uh, I was told you can't because Burning Man is proprietary. Then I said, okay, I'm going to call it Burning Mech. And my friend said, that is the most morbid thing we've ever heard. No one's going to come dancing to, more, to Burning Mech. So I said, all right, fine. <laughs> this is for a Foil fundraiser sports. slash memorial service. No, no, no. This is why I'm still alive. Oh. Um, this is this is to help raise money for the cremation. Um, so um, what, I, what I started doing is I started posting different... Somebody, one of my friends, uh, Connor McPartland, started uh, posting different names we could use, right? And so uh, I, I, of course, jumped in and other people jumped in saying things like, let's see, what was one of them? Um, um, grill, baby grill. Um <laughs> was another oh um flaming homosexual uh that was inventive for anyone who's new to this podcast they are getting a down and dirty introduction to your sense of humor (laughs) (laughs) yeah really um the mick the mick the mick is on fire (laughs) we don't need no water let them Father Mucker burn, burn, <laughs> Father Mucker burn. Yeah, things like that. So, and those were flowing hot and heavy and people were, were apparently having a good time with it. But I was, I was, I was just waiting for somebody to say, that's not funny, stop. Yeah. But I think, I think it's cathartic, honestly, because it is for me, you know, the, for people to be able to laugh at it because we're all going to go through it. No, this, 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 is, this is a ride that each of us get a chance to take. And I will have to tell you this about today. You usually ask me how I'm feeling around that day, right? Yeah. I was on the uh, the bike doing doing exercise. I do it likes to exercise because I ate a pint of ice cream yesterday, and so I was punishing myself. Um, so I was on the bike, and I just I was just thought, I want to go now. I want to leave now. I don't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. And I started crying, but I had a mask on, so nobody saw. Um, 
some sometimes just and, and what it is, it's just the weariness and i was warned that this would happen that i would start slowing down and the weariness would just start increasing i didn't you know when, when i think of tired i think okay nap right but weariness can actually be it can be debilitating and i'm i'm realizing that and so i just told myself okay when you're done with your pity party then you're going to do abs <laughs> so, <laughs> That, that uh, you know, you're, you are giving us all the freedom to, to laugh at these things and make light. And that, that's a blessing for us. But also, I hope that you are giving yourself permission to have the pity party. And I think you're, uh, I think yeah. maybe it's a little difficult for you because you want to do abs. You don't want to <laughs> cry into your mask. I'm, I'm a marine damn it yeah <laughs> yeah all, all that macho you know you know, the, not the, the masculinity not necessarily the toxic part but the tough guy part right um I, I i i still have a lot of that and i don't mind it i just can't let it go too far you know? yeah yeah i'm sure there's forgiving yourself to we, we've talked about that in an earlier episode, but yep. it's just continuous, isn't it? Yeah, as you allow yourself to uh, roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. if, if I'm down, feel down. Go ahead, wallow in it. Get it out your system, right? Yeah, yeah. and that, that's that's what I did on the bike. But you know what was cool about it? Mm -hmm. I kept pedaling. <laughs> I didn't stop. I had, I had, I went through it, went through that depression, felt bad, horrible, right? Think, okay, you know, as I'm trying to hang on, blah, 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 right? You know, angst, angst, you know, storm and drong. And then let's go to abs. So how are you doing emotionally right now? I just had coffee. I'm fired up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, good. That's like a coffee commercial right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I should say this too. The place where I work out with is BJ Penn. It's uh, UFC uh, in Kaka'ako. It's like two blocks from where I live. The people there, when I went there to apply, they found out about my situation and they have been so kind. The, oh. the gym is 44,000 square feet. It's like the length of two football fields. It's amazing. And it's got so many good people in it. I walk in there and I feel totally at home. And they're playing rap music, which normally I can't stand, but I'm grooving to the rap music and getting my workout on. And it, it, it really does brighten my day. So hats off to BJ Penn UFC. In gym. Kaka'ako. Kaka'ako. On yeah. Oahu. Yep. Shameless plug. Awesome. Well, yeah. you know, and it's, 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 it's because they're good. They're good people. It's, it's not, maybe it's, maybe it's the prideful plug that I'm proud of them. Mm. You know, I don't know. Anyway. That's awesome. I, uh, and I don't, I'm not, not opposed to shameless plugs <laughs> when they're deserved. <laughs> Go for it. Um, let's talk about you. You brought up at, at one time walking on lava. <laughs> Can we go to that story? We can go to that story. All right. Let um, me know about it. I consider it to be kind of, kind of a companion story with the getting lost at sea. Okay. Our last sea, episode. Yeah. Getting lost at sea. I, I, I was rescued by the grace of Kanaloa, the God of the ocean. 
and walking on lava, I was not killed by the grace of Pele. <laughs> uh, we had sailed. I, I was with the sail team, the UH sail team. We had sailed from Oahu to Molokai. We slept on the beach. We got up the next day and sailed all the way to Hawaii Island and parked the boat at Kaluakona. I'm sure you all are familiar with it. The beautiful sail on the west side of Hawaii Island. Um, a couple of us has got a... We knew that the lava flow was happening at that point. This was 1987, I would guess. Um, so we got a rental car. And we drove till it got dark. Then you could see where the lava was because there's this orange to uh, uh, Malka up, up, the, up the mountain from us. You could see the orange. So we just drove, followed the orange. And we drove until we couldn't drive anymore. There's a sign say, you know, restricted access, danger, don't go any further, right? Well, of course, we walked past that sign. Then we saw another sign that said the same thing. Um, but this one, the road had a mound of black, cool lava past that sign that was probably about four foot. So in order to go further, you had to kind of climb up on that lava mound. And then and in the distance was the orange. So I got myself a stick because I'd heard that if you're going to walk on cool lava, you got to be careful because sometimes you'll walk on a crust. And if you break through the crust, you'll go into the lava below. So I had a stick with me that I would tap in front of me to make sure it wasn't hollow. Um, so who's coming with me? Nobody. Um, so uh, I, I walked towards the orange when I noticed that where I was standing the cracks in the in the cool lava were glowing orange. So uh -oh. maybe six to eight inches under me was molten lava. Okay, I just want to say here that we are not recommending that anyone do this. Yeah, please don't do that. Don't, don't be stupid. And you know, God, God protects. <laughs> yeah, as the saying, God protects uh, uh, mad mad uh, uh, fools and children. Yeah. In this case, He was protecting a foolish child. Um, so I took the stick and I stuck it down in the crack and I brought it up so that my friends could see that it was on fire. Whoa. And I kept on walking until I was right at that lava flow. There was a stream of lava, maybe five foot wide. And it was it, honestly the silence around me, except for the crackling of the lava. It reminded me of being in church because it was, it was sacred. Um, I stood there just watching it. I got as near as I could to it, but I couldn't get too near because it was so hot. I was afraid I would catch fire. Oh, it, it, immensely, immensely hot. It was so hot that I zipped up the jacket I was wearing to stay cool. So I took the stick because I couldn't get any near. I broke the end off of it and I threw it onto the lava um, flow. And you know, in the movies, it usually shows splashing, right? Yeah. No, because it, it sounded like throwing a stick onto rock, which makes sense because it's molten rock, right? So the stick goes clack, 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 clack onto the lava flow. Then it goes and explodes into flames. Oh my gosh. Said, wow. <laughs> then by the grace of Pele, thank you, th thank you, Mother Pele, for not killing me. Um, I walked back to my friends and um, had that really cool experience. So dangerous. <laughs> yep. I mean, we, we're, we still have an active volcano down there and you hear about the last big eruption, the lava bombs hitting people and mm -hmm. shattering their legs and uh, so dangerous. So it, it, it's, um, 
uh, probably not something you ever attempted again, I'm guessing. Well, first of all, I didn't know it was wrong. Well, uh, there was a sign, but you know, hey, you know, there's all kinds of signs for things. So <laughs> anybody who's climbed Manoa Falls, there's signs. Okay. But then there's ropes for you to use. So there's kind of this contradictory message being sent, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I would not do that again. No. But what an amazing experience to have seen that close up. And I admit the last, I mean, it was not the most recent eruption, but a few years ago when um, the the Kilauea had the eruption that was really flowing, um, one of, I had the instinct to just get on a plane and go down there and see it because who isn't fascinated by that? And when I was there to visit, there was just, smoke, you know, no actual flow. So I certainly understand the curiosity about it. How old were you? Um, must've been 27. Yeah. That's one of those ages, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> I mean, it's like Noel said, I'm, I am, I was living on borrowed time for a long time. And that's just another example of how I could have, could have uh, off myself. Yeah. Well, uh, I um, thanks for sharing that story. And I can understand how that must have been a very spiritual experience. Uh, what, what do you um, what do you feel like your purpose is with us right now? My purpose with you. Um, is I, I don't think of it in terms of purpose. I think of it in terms of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Kuleana, as the Hawaiian term goes, um, that I owe the universe certain things before I leave. I owe humanity certain things before I leave because, you know, to, to be born in this life, to be blessed with the things I've been blessed with, with the experiences I've had, um, I can't just simply say, well, later. There are things I've got to do to earn my keep literally you know to pay the to pay the cosmic rent so that's that's what i consider my purpose to be and why i'm so grateful to you guys for allowing me the opportunity to in some way do this yeah we're 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 happy to help so this this is your uh response to your your kuleana to mm-hmm. us to the universe what other ways are you working toward that end? Ha ha. Well, <laughs> you already know about the comic book. Yes. I have an illustrator that I think is going to work out, and she is working on a cover for me that I will share with you guys as soon as I get it. Awesome. I can't wait to see it. I'd like to read it, too. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're looking at making, um, I, I know I have enough for three issues, maybe four in my head. So um, been thinking of the plot lines, how to put that on paper, how to illustrate the characters, which I'm going to need help, of course, from the illustrator. So that that will do something too, because it'll be, so far as I know, the, the most popular depiction of somebody with cancer in fiction has been Breaking Bad. Mm. And, you know, I, I'm not going to condemn the story. 
but for me it does not reflect my reality i do not want to um basically say f the system or anything like that um i want to do good and so this comic book character his power is to heal so um he's, he's surrounded by people that have other powers but um his specifically is to heal and every time he heals somebody, he brings himself closer to death because his cancer gets worse. Mm. Um, I found that to be an interesting, it, it interested me when I came up with it. And it reflected my reality. I remember telling you about the stigmata, right? That I had, the crosses on oh, me. Oh, yeah. You were, uh, I don't know if you said that on air. You want to okay. talk well, about that? There's nothing wrong with repeating it. Um, yeah. And I will show you. So, that what I'm showing the, uh, the three people who are with me, I'm showing them a, a plastic circle that has a, a, a plus sign on it in black ink. It is right there. Below your belly button. Right, below my belly button. When I first got them, they were across my chest. One in the middle and two on the sides. And so I was joking because it's crosses, right? I called them my stigmata, uh, namely the wounds of Christ, right? Um, that's what got the storyline going. Was talking about them, was talking about um, how I felt like my lifting weights and um, um, getting my body to look a certain way was like a superpower but that the superpower is actually the, the doctor said that, that it could be feeding the cancer. And I said, I don't care. I want the rest of my life to be a certain way. And if that means making my life shorter, I'm okay with that. So the comic book came out of these thoughts that were in my head already. Um, the other, and of course, you know, to give guys like myself or anybody with cancer, but specifically people that have the cancer that I have um, a way to look at it in a way that's, that's, that's better because right now, as I mentioned before, the loneliness of cancer treatment, that you're the only person who can determine what you're going to go through. And we do it on incomplete data. And our doctors are doing it on incomplete data and they're doing the best they can, but still it's terrifically lonely. Um, I want them to know that they're not alone, you know, that they can read this comic book and they can say, oh yeah, here's a superhero who has to stop in the middle of a battle to catheterize himself. Otherwise he'll piss himself in front of everybody. Okay, can I say piss? <laughs> I guess I just you did. just did. <laughs> you get to <laughs> um, it, the, the, all, all of the issues that come in that that okay, you know we we're, we're, we're going to do we're going to do a, a scrimmage with these other superheroes um, and uh, oh well you know um, Mick can't be there because he's sleeping because <laughs> always napping I, I nap constantly um, the, the, these issues will be brought up. So that somebody living with this, and of course, this does not only have to deal with people who have prostate. I'm sure that people who have other forms of cancer deal with the same things that I deal with. And uh, you, you are you are experiencing some of those physical changes beyond everything your usual... I named is something I'm experiencing yeah. on a daily basis. And how I so you've talked about how. Um, uh, you, you've realized, oh, I'm, uh, I'm getting more tired more easily. Yeah. Does it seem to creep up or are there kind of sudden changes that you're going through physically? It's very slow. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, 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 
it, it's very leisurely. It's like the cancer saying, yeah, we're going to take our time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're going this part of the spine next. And we're moving. And it's just like, um, <laughs> in some ways I'm kind of grateful because it does give me time to get things done. Um, actually, no, I am grateful. If I were to, if I were to have any form of cancer and had a choice, I would choose this one. Really? Because all the other ones are, oh my God, all, all my friends out there, everybody who may be listening to this who has cancer, my heart goes out to you because I'm getting off easy. What you're going through, I've no doubt, is 10 times worse than I am. If this helps you, then yeah, then, yeah, then my kuleana in part is being done. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in this universe. But just realize I do not compare myself to you. You have it so much worse than I do. Yeah. Mickey, that's such a... That's such a gift. And I honestly have never heard of, I, I hear of a lot of support for people with cancer. It, it's very different to hear of someone with, in stage four of a terminal cancer, so anxious to give support. So thank you for being you, you know. Um, we just have a couple minutes left. Is there, uh, when, when's your next doctor's appointment? The 20th. Oh, so some time in between. I was also yeah. wondering that, like, how often are you seeing medical professionals? The, the doctors are pretty casual about the whole thing. Yeah, they, they've been to this rodeo how many times, right? Um, which is another reason why I respect them so much, because they're so pleasant with me. And they have watched people die one after another, after another, after another. And the tech, the technicians that work with me, right? The techs at the, at the radio radiology, when they uh, shoot those x-rays, target those x-rays in me, um, they're always so pleasant. And I think, man, you guys are heroes because you deal with this and you're always nice and you're always smiling. And I know that cannot be easy. Yeah. I have a sister who worked on the oncology ward of a hospital for years. It takes a very special person yeah. to be able to offer that care and to, to know that you're probably going to see these patients uh, until they're until the end. I, my, my heart goes out to all of those medical professionals, as well as you and everyone else going through your situation. I hope that everyone can, at least have someone they can share as freely as you do with uh, to help them through it. And Thank you. I'm, I'm can, I, can I give a shout out to Dr. Laterer? Yes. Give you a shout Laterer. out. 15 okay. seconds. <laughs> Dr. Laterer constantly scolds me for not doing more treatments, you know, cause he deals with this and he knows that I'm terminal and he says, why aren't you doing these other things to extend your life? So, so I, I just kind of sit there and I kind of like bow my head humbly and say, well, thank you, doctor. Then I just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, doctor. And thank you, Mickey. Hmm. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Okay. Bye. I'm Donna Blanchard. James Charisma is our producer. Susan Wright is our content advisor, PR agent, and support team member. Music generously donated by Kainani Kahaunaele from her Hoku Award-winning album, Waipunale. We're all here to support our friend Mickey and help him help all of us 
to learn about living while dying.